When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Ryan Fraser. This is Troy Daney. This is Gus Boyet. This is Don Hutchison. This is Jürgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jürgen. I travelled to all these interviews from Barcelona, and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast would not happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to become a socio, to become one of our members and get an extra big interview every month, plus loads of bonus content. So, go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Graham Hunter, and we'll bring you joy. Brendan's back. Mr. Brendan Rogers spoke to us in the big interview um, from a very pleasant place, very near a golf course, with the sound of uh, waves lapping on a beach very near his open window. Amongst many subjects here, we're going to dig into the reasons why, in his last two jobs at Celtic and Leicester, this coach has made his first job the recruitment of the existing jefe of the dressing room, the boss, a senior figure who he's identified as having a value which goes way beyond what he does on the pitch. At Celtic, it was Scott Brown, and this is a, a really punchy part of the interview, a part that told me things I did not know. Scott Brown was in a rare slump in what has been a dominant career in Scotland when Brendan Rodgers arrived at Parkhead. At Leicester, it was Wes Morgan, the man who lifted the Premier League trophy and one who Rodgers knew could still do an important job for him. I think Brendan Rodgers gets into the spirit of the big interview, it was a pleasure talking to him. He gave us oodles of time. I hope you enjoy it. Tell us if you do. And thank you for joining the big interview. It, it's certainly a feeling of, of mine that when you went to Celtic, which I think became an extraordinary opportunity for you to to win and win and win because it's it's really vital to to win things and lift trophies to teach yourself about the next level again but it felt to me as an Aberdeen fan so thanks for all you did for us that when you came it's my perspective that when you came you seemed to put a, a microscope on on Scott Brown to the extent that it appeared from the outside that there was um an effect, I'm not saying it was the same tactics, but when Wenger came to Arsenal and the back five said, wow, everything he's asking us to do, everything he's changing in us has given us a, a greater enjoyment, a longer career, a vitality. And it feels to me that one of the legacies, if you leave the trophies aside and, and the playing style, one of the legacies you've left at Celtic seems to me to have been a completely changed and revitalised Scott Brown. 
is that is that accurate? Do you explain your relationship and what you tried to do to him? He was an incredible captain for me, and and funny enough, before I joined Graham, I had uh, someone had rang me and, and was telling me about the job and stuff, and, and one of the first things he said was. Listen, if you're going to play how you want to play there, Brendan, you're probably going to have to move on Scott Brown. And 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 really, him and I hit it off from the first time we met. I invited him down. When I knew I was taking the job, uh, I invited him down to my house in London and we had a chat, had a really good chat. I explained the ideas. I also was telling him about behaviour you know, because before I went in, Celtic had lost in the semi-final of the uh, of the cup, and they were well beat. They lost some penalties, but they 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 got dominated in the game by Rangers in, in the Scottish Cup final. So there was a real fear and a, and a sense that Rangers were right. They've now been back up to the top level. They've got the beaten Celtic in the cup. So um, and I'm and, and obviously leading into that game, Scott was uh, sat on a street. Uh, haven't had a night out and the point I was making straight away to him is you can't do that if you want to be the best player that you possibly can be and you want to lead a club of Celtic's status and institution then you're one of the pillars of this club and from that meeting on he was incredible for me you you know this is a guy who uh, I wanted to help him tactically because I seen him as a young player. He used to run all over the place because he could run, you know. But what I was trying to get, uh, get him to do was to think and run, and not just to run. <laughs> so from that, that was going to be then be a, a tactical shift in in how he would play, but always knowing that he, he had the personality, uh, and he also wanted to be better and improve. And I've got to say, he, he's such a he was absolutely magnificent, magnificent for me. I couldn't speak highly enough of him as a, as a guy. You know, he he played the game like he was trying to show people that this was the first time you're seeing me play. You know, every single game, and that wouldn't matter if that was Rangers in a semi final or a final, or up at Aberdeen or away at Inverness or away in Barcelona, home to Man City. It didn't matter. He was playing like the people watching were watching him for the first time. And an absolute... He's a much, much better player than what he's given credit for. There's absolutely no doubt if he wanted to, he could have played at the top end of the Premier League. One, because of his personality. And two, because of his ability. He stayed at Celtic all his career and all his life. His family's happy where they've been living. He's playing at a big club. He's European football but for me, I, I couldn't speak highly enough of him. What an incredible player he was for me. It, it looked as if you took somebody you'd encountered. Okay, maybe he had to alter nights out a little bit. Maybe he had to alter diet. But you took somebody who is clearly a warrior. And I think we identified Suarez and Eto and Terry amongst many as, as warriors too. But that, that phrase you said about like teaching to run and think... You you gave a lie to the old story about a leopard can't change its spots because it was very late in his career, not to rescue it and make him better, but to ask him to to <laughs> the themes we've been talking about view 
the ball, timing, space, dictation to other people, planning ahead when the ball's about to come to him. You were asking him to do a lot of things that you knew he was capable of, but they were still new to him. That makes you an accomplished teacher, no? No, obviously you need the you need the pupil to be want to learn. That's that that's what's important. And I was fortunate. I went into Celtic there, and and, and like you say, they they had won the titles. But my idea was to go in and, and see if they could win in a better way. Could we could we enhance the the, the level of the game, and then could we give the players a tactical idea that. Get some thinking in a different way about football, as like you said, as a you know, Celtics always have are, are a club that that style is important. It's not just about winning; you have to win in a in a certain style, um, and I was very much aware of that. So it was a case of trying to bring that game and that tempo and the game that I knew into uh, into work. Who were the other good pupils who clicked? quickly and, and who adapted quickly and who were ready for it either intellectually or in terms of their, their technique well I think firstly I must say that all the firstly all the Scottish boys were amazing you know, because sometimes the British players are, are, are deemed they'll run all day for you and they'll run through brick walls uh, but tactically they, they maybe don't understand the game but all those players Brownie Callum McGregor Stuart Armstrong Kieran Tierney they were all absolutely fantastic for me, you know. Callum McGregor is a player that that is he plays the game so simple and 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 so well. Um, you know, he he was a top class player. Young Ryan Christie came through um, in, in the sort of second season. He had, you know we'd sent him to your club to Aberdeen, and Derek done a a brilliant job with him, just getting him to play, but play under pressure, bulk up his body. Uh, so by the time he came back to Celtic, he, and then he took his opportunity, his big opportunity came against Hearts in the semi-final at, uh, at, at Murrayfield when he came on and made the difference in the game. And from that moment, he really, really produced and, of course, scored in a cup final, a league cup final against Aberdeen, the winner. So, uh, so yeah, so the Scottish boys were, were, were absolutely brilliant. Before we finish on Leicester, you're 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 a Leicester man through and through now. You, you know, you, one is always most loyal to the team that you're at at the time, and the and the vista for you n- near and midterm is is really exciting. But we're on the anniversary of uh, of a year ago. The team, the club, the the institution that helped you expand your 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 ideas and and learn from Football Club Barcelona, going to Anfield, where you certainly began what Jurgen Klopp has done special things there but in terms of ideology in terms of the style of play the quick thinking that that we saw uh, with Trent Alexander-Arnold and when you watched that game what impressions were you left with it's historic it was an amazing comeback but in football terms what were you seeing that night of Liverpool 4 Barcelona 0 well, do you know what? I didn't actually see the game live because we had our uh, club function that evening. It was the Players of Awards evening. Um, and I suppose, like everyone, we were obviously, we'd heard the scores as they were coming through. Um, seen the first leg, and obviously Barcelona thinking that they could have been, you know, three, four up, maybe more, because uh, they played well in the game. Um, 
But there's a certain power of Anfield that, and especially with, with the scoreline where it was at, if you can get the first goal, then all of a sudden the uh, the crowd are just can take the team, and um, and that's what happened that night. And, and and Liverpool were absolutely brilliant. You know, too. No one would ever have thought they're going to beat Barcelona four 0 and that that Barcelona wouldn't score, and they would win how they did. So it was a phenomenal performance and result. And one that I'm sure for Barcelona, it, it hurt deeply, that one. For all your achievements, Brendan, I have to say that um, when you moved to Leicester, I, I could easily see the, 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 the logic. I, I could see that what I called the vista in front of you because some players have been added. But if you look now at <clears throat> Madison, who's special, Tielemans and Chilwell and Soyunko, who's just been a recent... Mm, he's He's got much more exposure now because of the Maguire sale, but it's quite clear that you and your staff understood that built into the whole idea about Harry going and the price that, that there was somebody who could... If you think about Barnes and Didi and Chowdhury and Gray, <clears throat> the list of the, the, the talents, the mentalities, their ages, you've never had a bigger palette in front of you, irrespective of the, the trophies and the good football at Celtic, the, the, the massive institution and the good footballers, that you had Gerard and Coutinho and Suarez. This is a completely different palette for you to impose your ideas on in a squad that seems to me to be like a sponge soaking up your ideas in terms of play. Yeah, I, I went to Leicester City because of the, the challenge. It was a big challenge. To Could I take a, a squad of players uh, that for the probably a couple of seasons had been sort of mid-table? Could we then work together... Uh, from the club everyone with the same vision and could we take that team and club into the top six so that was going to be the biggest challenge and um, but from day one the, the, the players have been exceptional you know we've um, we, we altered how the, the, the team was very much obviously when they won the title very much a counter-attack team Um Frighteningly good on the counter attack, you know, and obviously went on and won the league. Then after that, there it became difficult because teams would just deny the space, and then uh, the team would have found it a little bit difficult, which which happens. Claude came in and um, and done a very good job introducing young players and, and looking to, uh, to 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 change the, the style, and then we were able to come in and and continue with that world based around the ideas of how we've always worked in terms of looking to be a dominant team because that's what supporters want to see from me. They want to see the team go after the game and want to score goals. And uh, But also from a coaching perspective, you want your team to be super organised and you want to see your, your team be creative and uh, and play well. So, so yeah, it's, so since we came in, the, as I said, the players have been absolutely first class. A lot of young talents that are supported by a lot of top class senior professionals. Did you ask Wes Morgan? What role has Wes Morgan played in terms of atmosphere and attitude? And I'm thinking back to what you said about Scott Brown and immediately a click with you. Is he, has he had a useful presence? Yeah, yeah, no, more than useful. He's a highly respected player. Of course, he's getting towards the latter stage of his career, Wes, but. Uh, but he'll always be a club legend 
obviously being the captain that won the uh, the Premier League title, but also the two the the, the type of person he is. You know, he's good. Uh, you know, he's just this wonderful team guy who hasn't played so much for me, but he knows how important he is to me uh, in terms of the the culture and the environment that I always like in a team because. Whether you're an older player, younger player, for me, there's always development. And for that, there needs to be an environment. So whether you're 21 or 31 or 35, for me, I always think you can develop. And uh, and, and he is a, is a really, really important player to ensure the spirit is maintained. And, uh, and like I say, he, he gives great advice to, to the younger players also. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is what is what can somebody not just ways do to create that environment? What the environment you're talking about is about being open and learning and thinking and and trying to pick things up every or describe the environment you're talking about. Well, I think in in terms of that situation as a as an older player, you get to thirty five, thirty six. Uh, a player like Wes is is selfless because sometimes the older you get, you can think the brain starts to talk to you as an older player. Am I quick enough? Am I? You know, you're, you're thinking things. You don't want to be exposed. Um, the best ones that I've worked with, they understand eventually where they're at in their game and they understand that there's maybe another role to play, which isn't maybe playing 50, 60 games a season. And that's what Wes fits into it perfectly. He trains as if he is going to play every week. Um, but he respects what we're trying to achieve, what the club's trying to achieve. And he's there... Uh, to offer guidance to the younger players and obviously the likes of Cags who's playing in the team but I also know and he has he's come in a number of times for me uh, in my time at Leicester and, and been absolutely first class so uh, so yeah so but and a really humble guy a good guy who's who's a real warrior you know come through the lower levels 
Graham earned his right to play in the Premier League and is still a very valuable player for our squad. Whose trajectory should I be most attentive to, Brendan? Um, just coming to the end of this beautiful chat we've had because my eyes drawn to Madison not because he played at Pataudry but but because he's he's patently a footballer you could drop him into several teams of the 60s 70s 80s around Europe and you might think of him as like a 10 and to go with his talents he's brave he doesn't want to be on the ball all the time because he's greedy he wants to be on the ball all the time because he thinks he can do something to help the team I, I don't see him as a as a selfish footballer, but I may be seeing that incorrectly. And, and maybe Leicester fans would say to me, Graham, ask Brendan about Chilwell instead, because his development, his regular, his reliability, his consistency and his development, which is the word you use, has been extraordinary, particularly since you came to the club. So guide me. I don't know if you pick one of those that you want to explain to me a little bit about what's going on and whether I've described them adequately, but those two come to my mind from what I've watched your team doing yeah the, the, there's a, of course a lot of uh, profile around those two boys two big English talents you know early 20s uh, and, and and thankfully for them and, and for the teams they'll play for there's still a, a lot more to come from them James is uh, like you say I've seen him at Aberdeen in my time when I was at Celtic he was uh, he was lightweight in terms of his body uh, but he had a real courage uh, to, to be creative and get on the ball and do things and uh, and done very well for Aberdeen um, but when I came in he was one of the players I was looking forward to, to working with just to just to actually see close up um, and he's this wonderful personality you know he you know some may deem it arrogant but it's not he has a football arrogance that when he gets onto the pitch he knows he can cause teams problems Um but what we try to give him in the game is this positional game. So don't be just known as a ten. You know he's played as an eight off the left side of a of a midfield three, been in good positions, and uh, and also the other side of the game. You know you have to be able, you know, fundamentally to attack well. You need to be able to defend well. So he has to understand how to press the game and where to press it. So uh, so these were the the same. You know the same types of information would have given to Philippe Coutinho because I think Philippe would have said, you know, one of the things he, he felt he learnt when he came into Liverpool working with myself was because he was a talent, but he felt he knew how to defend better and how to press the game better because all the talent is he, he has that you know, uh, but it's understanding how to synchronise that within the team, and that's what James is. He, he's a wonderful technician. He's a he's world class specialist. On dead balls, you know, incredible free kicks, corners, everything like that. Uh, he's a threat on goal, either assisting or shooting. And uh, but he has more to come in his game. The more experience he gains at the at the highest level, a lot of players like that, you have to teach them not to want to be the velvet bow on top of the present, whereby the work's all done and now I'll do the look. Here's the clever thing, and it's a lot of players with his gifts feel like that. My, my penultimate, Brendan, is... is. Do you feel a little bit sorry? You, you knew him, Philippe Coutinho, and he came here and I met him and interviewed him, watched him playing. I felt hugely sorry for him because you know he's a, he's a, he's a good pro. He was a thorough preparer. He, he, he tried really hard to fit in. He produced some good goals. He produced some lovely assist passes. You could see what 
that he was somebody who wanted to work back. He wasn't just a, a filigree show-off player. But with every touch that didn't go right, with every groan, and you've heard the camp now when it's not happy and, and they're a very demanding audience, with every time that Messi gave him a glare and said, not here, there, what do you... He shriveled a little bit. Whereas he, I think he was loved at Anfield and I think he, he grew mentally through tuition and through being adored. And and I've I've watched and I felt terribly sad for him because he couldn't quite make the click about I belong here and okay, Messi, if I didn't give you the ball in, you know, tough, you know, shut it. He, he, he didn't have that in him. Yeah, it has been sad to see because I'd done an interview uh and I, and I felt that if there was a player that was perfect for any club, uh, it would have been Philippe Coutinho for for Barcelona, especially with Iniesta, who was a player that I adored so much. Thinking he coming towards the end, absolutely perfect for Philippe to go in and play in that eight position. Um, so. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Graham. He's like a lot of players, but Philippe in particular, he needs to be loved. You know, when he when he was at Anfield, he came into a really good environment. Players were brilliant, and then very quickly he showed his qualities, and 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 Anfield they fell in love with him. He was just a, a special player, and then everything fed off that. And then going to Barcelona, I'm thinking that it will take a little bit of time because he's going into some big players but technically he's good enough and uh, and he has all the qualities to play there but um, but for whatever reason it just hasn't quite worked out the, the the same for him which is a shame I definitely think if he, if he, if he could play as an 8 and he had someone like a Neymar on the outside then uh, that would have been a, an incredible combination along with Messi and Louis and yeah, he, he, he's a big talent, but like lots of players, it was a massive move. Uh, he deserved the move, yeah. but it has to, it just hasn't quite happened for him, which is a shame because he's such a talent. I, I won't put words in your mouth, but I think one of the things he lacks is the very thing that we've been talking about in, in these warrior footballers. Um, I, I won't be beaten, I won't be put down, nothing's going to stop me. But I want to finish, if you're willing... You, you've, you, you, we've talked about football and your passion and you're, you're, you're articulate about it and, and I understand why you can teach well but as a human being you, you've gone to a club where the club suffered an extraordinary tragedy what have you had to le- learn about yourself what have you you, you know when you think about the, the people you've had to help or not counsel but bring through what happened because the simply beyond the tragedy clearly the club lost people but also the owner uh, who was utterly beloved who transformed the club and and I guess that to, to, to come through that and to continue being competitive to continue saying this environment that Brendan set every day is still important when you feel that life is cruel or life is, is, is short must I imagine have been one of the, the challenges of your lifetime you could see from the outside, I think everyone's seen Kunvijay and and what he gave the the club and the players. You you could, you know, you, that was that was visible. You could see that for, as an outsider. Um, and then obviously after the the incident that happened, 
it was it was such a difficult time because this this was a man who was the guiding light of this club and community. And it's only really when you come into it and you speak individually with players, with the people involved, with the community, what what he gave to local hospitals and everything. They just lost someone that uh, it went really, really deep because this is like an ownership like no other. You know, they, they, they really, the kindness, the care they give everyone, it's, it, it's absolutely incredible. So they lost that figurehead. And I felt that when I came in, there was an opportunity to ensure that Kunvichai's legacy was a positive one. You know, that, that uh, because it, it, it's so, it's such a, it must have been so difficult for Claude along with all the other staff there and the players at the time when it actually happened. And I suppose me coming in was, it was a different voice um, into the mix. And really, my, I felt was that we could use his incredible legacy uh, as a signpost going forward and, and, and the type of man that he was and the type of care that he was, but how competitive he was and that... Everything was absolutely possible. He always felt that. That's why he had success as a, as a businessman and how he's successful in football because it was, it was always possible. And I felt if we could use that legacy and tap into that and, and shine a positive light on it, then we can really use that as inspiration going forward. And that's what we've tried to do. And uh, because he was such a, an icon for the club, uh, and and such a great man, and I I only met him once briefly when I was manager at Swansea City, when we played against Leicester City, when Sven Goran Eriksson was manager. So we had a brief chat then, but but his son has 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 taken on the mantra, uh, couldn't top, and uh, and he's been absolutely incredible as a young man. What he's had to deal with uh, through his life and business already. But his passion, and, and the people tell me he's just like his father. He's just like a mini version of his dad. So, um, so for, for Leicester City, it's, um, it, 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 there's an exciting time ahead. But of course, uh, there, was, there was sadness when Kunvichai died and, and, and what we will forever be grateful for will be his, his uh, incredible input into the club. And we, we shall use that. Uh, legacy uh, to to keep positive and, and and to keep improving. One day long in the future, because I know you speak Spanish and we've talked about your love for uh, let Leicester be, you know, the club at which you win the title, you you go to the Champions League final and win it. Let Leicester be ten years in your life, but hypothetically, given that you're a man who loves challenges, hypothetically, one day. Spanish league football for you before before you hang up your your blackboard and your your whistle and your tracksuit does would that thrill you long in the future once Leicester's trophy cabinet is fuller than it's ever been in its life did you fancy it yeah Graham I've always said but my my intention is, is to get to one thousand games as a manager and you know so I'm on about five hundred and thirty three you know and, and I've always been always been open in terms of my ambition in order to to be the best that I can be but also to help the clubs 
uh, that I'm at be the best that they can be. And I've always said at some point in my career, I'd love the challenge of, of working a, abroad and in particular in somewhere like Spain. But of course, you're limited to the, the number of clubs that you could ever go to. So, uh, but it's one where it's a game that I've always loved. You know, it's a country that I've loved. And uh, and like I say, you just never know. Currently, I, I'm, I'm in a great place. Precisely. Right now, you've got five, six, seven years stretching ahead of you. Let let this not be transfer speculation. But of those who've come and coached here from the British Isles, be it Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales, the fact is, usually, they don't have an existing Spanish football philosophy in their brain. You do. Usually, there are exceptions, they don't speak Spanish. And that's a terrible hurdle. So if you talk about youth, energy, success, experience, the philosophy and the language, then for heaven's sake, it has to happen someday. Well, you never know. I'll start working on it now. How about that for a deal? For, for 2025. Leicester, don't worry. I'm just thinking about hypothetically. We, we probably in La Liga need an import of talent in the coaching side. So six, seven years time, I'm calling it a date. Brendan Rodgers, um, that's been as fun, as educational as as we expected it to be. Thank you for sharing your passion for the brand of football that you're teaching at Leicester. Uh, it's been it's been fabulous, and uh, may you be back playing and coaching as soon as it's safe and healthy, um, because your team is one of the teams that people say I'll switch on the TV to watch them because they're worth it, and I think that's a that's a really nice testimony. Brilliant, thank you, Graham, and. Uh... And eventually we uh, we got together. Thank you for listening to The Big Interview. It's produced by me, which sounds egotistical, but it's also true. Graham Hunter and Backpage. Our music is by Beer Jacket, who else? Editing by Charlie McGarry. Thank you to our hosts at Acast and our loyal sponsors at Bet365. We're also supported by our socios. Find out how to become a socio, how to support us, at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Here end of the lesson.